if Johnny was proactive today. He just he just was played he? the song. He just played the song. Oh, just, just fantastic! Like, Great. Look at that. Uh, it's caught me by surprise. Uh, welcome to no spoilers. Wait, there are spoilers. Sorry, I'm out of it. Ah, spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers are ready and ready for you. Yeah, spoilers. Spoilers warning. We we talk Spoiler about spoilers. Warning. We talk Two about full spoilers podcasts. all day, every day. That's what we do. I'm Philip. My name is and Philip. I'm Tim. And I this like, is our podcast. I like talking about movies occasionally. I mean, most of yeah. the time. Actually, well, all the time. <laughs> if you talk to me about a movie, I'll start talking about a movie. <laughs> what yeah. about you? I, I I like talking about movies too. It's that's why we made this podcast. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're definitely and, not and wrong. we like talking about movies so much. We don't just talk about one movie. We talk about two movies. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's very good. Very well. Very well put. Yeah, that's true. So, that's Tim, true. what do we have on our schedule today? What do we have on I our don't agenda? Know. I, well, for some reason, we have Upside Down World, where I am yeah. Mr. Salesman, upbeat, <laughs> jumping, and Phil is gloomy and doomy, so that's, that's what's happening. But on the movie side, yeah. Um, well, okay, so here's a, here's a couple of notes. So uh, uh, there's a bit, we've been a bit goof. So if you follow us on we Instagram- We done goofed. And you listen to this podcast, we've been talking about this movie cluster coming up where- here at the end of the October and beginning of November, just a bunch of good movies are coming it's out. It's the cluster. It's the cluster. We couldn't figure out which one to watch, so we asked it's the our good friends and listeners on Instagram which one, and they've chosen French Dispatch, and we're like, okay, we'll watch French Dispatch. <laughs> right, fantastic, see. yeah. Perfect. I haven't seen we any Wes Anderson movie except Steve Zissou, Life Aquatic, and uh, I Love Dogs. So it's perfect. Let's go. Uh, I, I I love dogs too. And then, <laughs> and then and then and then we're like people are like okay watch Grand you know Budapest Hotel and I'm like I love that movie. Phil hasn't seen it. It's perfect. Yeah, we're all ready to go. Before day before recording, we realize the movie's not yet playing in Slovakia and Croatia where we live. So no. we're like oh pupukaka, we got to figure something out. And the choice was made for us. We found out actually from the cluster of the movies, the yeah. only movie that's currently playing for both Phil in Croatia and me here in Slovakia is The Externals. The Eternals. Um, <laughs> you said so, Externals again. Yeah. <laughs> so every time we would talk... Oh, sorry. Wait, I think my audio is too high. Every time we would... Yeah, okay, this is better. I'm so sorry. Good, I, good that I, good that I noticed it before we went yeah, you know, yeah. an hour in. The whole blast. I hope I'm not too quiet on your for you, Tim. But that's the sacrifice no, that has to be made. Um, yeah. So, gearing up for this next recording to watch our movies, Tim would we would discuss like what we're watching on text, and every time Tim mentioned the Eternals or Eternals, which I found out was actually the title, he would always put Externals. Yeah. <laughs> or and I then, guess it would be the would that be the automatic type. Yes, uh, fixer. That would be <laughs> autocorrect, and then I kind of it just I just kept typing externals, and now it's in my brain. I can't get it out. <laughs> the so, externals. Yeah. So today we watched Eternals, and then we were looking to what to compare it with, and then I remember. Well, the funny thing is, yeah. Tell us about it. Tell us about how you landed on the next movie because it is a so, bit odd, in my opinion. Yeah. But in the end, I think it, it turned out to be very appropriate because, well, here's the thing. So Eternals is the Eternals is the new Marvel Cinematic Universe movie that just popped yeah. out. And I remember when we were watching the trailer, my wife said, oh, this looks like 
like the DCU movies. Like, oh, this is, this is boring. I don't want to watch this. And does that, that was the first thought. Like, okay, this does remind me of, you know, so like the Zack Snyder DC movies. And then coming up here uh, to this movie, you know, the director, she said, she talked about, she, you know, she's inspired by, uh, what's the director's name? Terrence Malick kind of stuff. Terrence like, you know, Malick, yeah. And I remember reading about, you know, that was kind of inspiration for when Zack Snyder was starting his Man of Steel. And then the director of Eternals, uh, Chloe, also said she was inspired by Superman. Chloe Zhao. And I was like, okay, guys, I think... She was inspired by Superman or Man of Steel, specifically? Man of Steel. Wow. She, she had some inspiration about things for mm. this movie, for one of the characters here that she saw in Man of Steel, and kind of similar inspiration of basically the same themes, same approach... There's similar themes to these comic characters, and there's also similar approaches to this, which is kind of humanizing um, and humanizing, humanizing the superheroes. Oh, I was going to say like deified creatures. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. De- deified like kind of superheroes from not just from a story point of view, but from also how you film it as well. So I. W- so we thought, okay. I think Man of Steel might be a good thing to compare because we have, you know, Marvel versus DC. <laughs> we have two movies that came out, you, you know, like Eternals is coming up into a already established MCU, right? There's what, yeah. like a hundred movies already. There's been a very great, you know, the Thanos saga has been finished. You know, it's a very established and Eternals are popping in there. While on the other side, basically Man of Steel was starting up the whole DCO thing, so... I think there's yeah. a lot to talk about here as far as comparison. Yeah. So that's All what right. we're talking about today. Um, whoa. whoa. Yeah, so <laughs> stuff like this happened on Instagram. Those are my energy we did a, we did a We did a live stream. We and it was amazing. Did. I forgot about that. That was awesome. Thank you everyone Thank for you. joining. Like, that yeah. was so much fun. We just kind of did it impromptu. Like, we wanted to talk about more about Dune. So we jumped on Instagram, me and Phil, and we yeah. chatted for about an hour and a half, too. And a lot of you joined had questions you joined in the conversation yeah that was awesome it's great i loved it and i hope to do it again after this it's gonna be great oh yeah we're definitely gonna do this more on our instagram twofold podcast exactly and we're gonna do it more organized we're gonna schedule it and you guys can be notified beforehand so you can figure out you know how you want to join and chat with us and talk about movies groovy groovy wow (laughs) doing the voices tim's doing the voices now I'm, I'm Tim not. today. I'm Tim. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> Phil today. I'm Phil. Let's do the intro again. Hi, I'm Phil. Welcome to Full Podcast, where we're talking about Eternals one minute at a time. Mm. Yep. I am. Um, and then you do a strange I, nose. I'm, I'm Tim, and uh, uh, today's show. No, you're doing Jake right now. That's oh, yeah, that's me. Jake, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Do you want to get... Yeah, that's... So, what did I do? Oh, yeah. So, my theater has... I keep forgetting that even though it says on my ticket, I went to see it today at 3 p.m., mm-hmm. it takes me an hour to get to the theater because it's a, a different cinema that's that's not the okay. closer one because this one was 2D and I'm not watching that 3D garbage. Yeah, no, so no, skip the 3D. I go there and I keep getting nervous. And this is the third time that I missed the time. You know what I mean? I got I was late. This is the third time I was late. 
James Bond. Because like the travel is way too long, so yeah, you have to like, yeah, plan it out. Well, it's also that I kind of don't get out of the of my apartment as soon as I should to give me some time before the movie. <laughs> but here's yeah. the thing, though. Here's the thing. All right. I'm usually very good at estimating when I will arrive. The problem is the public transportation system. They're the ones who screw up for me. You know, they don't arrive when I when I see it, you know, I schedule it. Google Maps, maybe Google Maps is to blame, but Google Maps tells me this train will arrive at this time. And if I yes. go there, it shows me the estimated time it'll arrive. And I remember that every time I start traveling on one of those public transportation trams or did I say train? I meant tram. Whatever. It's okay. Train tram. Or bus. Externally eternal. It's all good. <laughs> that um I'm usually the estimation time is usually longer than when I actually get there for real. How many, how many, how many swaps do you do to get to this magical cinema for this cinema? One, no swaps, actually no swaps and no tiny little bus anymore. No, the tiny little bus. That's a whole thing. So I used to live up on a hill uh with the, or only a tiny bus could go because it's, so it, it's so uphill and there's like you could walk up there it takes the wind out of you when you're done it's a proper hike to get up there on foot but you wait for a little bus and it's a little buslet you know it comes up and you get into it and it, it takes you up it's quite uh it felt kind of cool but at the same time annoying anyway um i so i'm pretty like you know i'm pretty good at guessing when i'll be on time but it's always the t- the <laughs> unreliable public transit that doesn't do it. It always makes me late. Okay, so this is the third time I was late to the cinema. How but, late? Would you miss the movie? No, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll get to that. So let's okay. say, you know, I always managed to make it. For Dune, I was running to get to the IMAX theater. I was running, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, so like, I think for Dune, it was like at five and I, I was, it was already five Oh seven, five Oh nine, you know? And I'm like, <sighs> I got to Okay. No. Commercials well, already playing. I, well, okay. It wasn't five Oh seven. I, I, I keep, this is the problem. My point is that I keep yes. thinking the movie will start at the stroke oh, of yeah. the time. <laughs> and I'm always panicking about that. This is the third time I did that. And then I was thinking, no. No, Philip, every time you're there, you sit in the theater with 20 minutes of ads and trailers. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. 20 minutes. I arrive late for that same reason. I arrive 15 minutes late on purpose. I don't even have the tickets bought. I come around. Oh, good. So I, always the buy them, I always buy them the, the night before. Oh, well, if it's like a special thing, let's say for Dune, I had to buy those because that was a pre-premiere. So I had to buy those like a month before. But Oh, yeah, that sucks. For this kind of stuff, when I'm like going at the late night shift to see a movie, like what my movie started at 930 in the yeah. evening, Yo. I arrived 930, bought myself the ticket, <laughs> went to the bathroom <laughs> Sat down, saw the Matrix trailer, and then the movie started. So, okay, <laughs> I, I well, say good that for a you. Success. Well, then this is when I what I did, and this is such a this is the mediocre stories of Phil. All right, I okay. sit in the theater and I'm there. Mm-hmm. It, it's like three oh six, let's say. Yeah, and I'm just like, I could go down to get popcorn, 
<gasps> oh no. The decisions. Yeah. And then a trailer. Okay, Batman trailer shows up, you know, yeah. the Batman. Um, and I'm like, oh, I'll just stay, watch that again. I'll look at it, give it a look. Okay, it's over. And then the obnoxious ads start playing. You know, the the ads, not the trailers. Yes. I could talk to you about what I feel is the best experience in movie theaters, but that's mm-hmm. a whole, I don't know if that's going to take up too much time because I have a lot to say about the movie theater experience. Okay. Um, and what's the most magical? But we'll, we'll, we'll hold that. Someone what, remind me. Some friend what's, the, what's the most magical? What would you, what would Tim, you, what, you're asking your... me, and I said we don't have to go down this route. But <laughs> well, give me, give me like me a, give me like a short breakdown. What is the perfect experience of, of Phil going to cinema? The perfect experience is, yes. first of all, the number one is seeing a good movie. You know, okay. like, so I guess that, preferably we'll take that something for you're excited about. Something okay. you're excited about. So you're going in, and you have a lot of people in the same theater going into this hallway this doorway this portal that's this dimly lit portal into the movie theater you know everyone is here for the same purpose you know (laughs) they're here to watch the film they're all excited you know okay Okay. you know what i mean no not really i mean i don't i don't know no i don't care about the other people i don't want them there mostly (laughs) but it's part of the experience it's part of the experience of every all of us together we're here to watch Let's say I, I can remember very fondly uh, Return of the King. Everyone mm-hmm. was there. We were here to watch the last Lord of the Rings. And the excitement builds as you go into the, you know, the, the dark, cold, not cold. Well, it's, you know, the dark, <laughs> dimly lit, <laughs> the, the dark, dimly lit hallways to get this is, into this the... describing like some kind of like, like sacred ritual. And there's yes, these, these people yes. in the hoods and they're like... Return of the king, return of the king. No, and then but Phil think walks about it. and you start chanting it. with them, return of the king. Th- in the think dark. about it. No, it's great. It's great. And then and then you have your popcorn ready. You smell the popcorn. You smell uh, the airy, you know, as you get in from that tiny little hall into the big cinema screen that isn't turned on yet, you know? It's just still dimly lit. You see this big screen that's going to turn on. And fill you with light and sound when you sit down when this movie starts. But you still, want the you're movie all... to start like. Well, no, no, no. You all. This is what I loved about, <laughs> and this is what I was going to talk about with older movie theaters. You guys, the older... we need to record video next time because the gestures that Phil is making with his hands, he's like <laughs> the I... puppet master, and he's <laughs> and he's and he's making these hand gestures of little people going to their seats, and they're about and to my, watch the movie. It's hilarious. And, my, and I have a hoodie on, and I'm putting and he my does hood have a hoodie on, on for some reason. It is the cult. I do of look the like theater. a rich, look like the cult of the theater man, and so. What I love so much when I was younger, going into movie theaters when they used to play film, mm-hmm. was I remember when I was a kid, uh, not that I was cognitive of that. Now, in retrospect, I'm like, oof, that is the best way. Because what it does is you're going into the theater. Everyone's looking for their seats. You know, it's mm-hmm. quiet murmurs, dimly lit uh, space. You know, those like little, you know, those lights that are poking from the ceiling, you know, mm-hmm. those... Uh, yeah, what do you call those? They're like incandescent. No, like I don't know. Something. You know the lights that are on in the ceiling that are. Ugh. Oh, I mean like the halogen ones? No, not the type of light. The oh, jeez, never mind. Let's just cut this one out. Never mind. Lights. 
yes, in the, the ceiling. Yes, the, the dimly lit lights that are, yeah. you know, making pockets of lights on the floor, and you're yes. just all gathering together, everyone sitting down, nothing, and you can feel by the atmosphere of the giant theater how little noise you make because of how big the hall is, you mm -hmm. know. And everyone's sitting down, you know, getting ready. And then what usually plays is very light music. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just very light. Exactly. But it's so it's so faint that it doesn't, you know, it's just there to, you know, just be a filler. You know what I mean? And I remember when I watched Two Towers in 2002, they were playing Lord of the Rings music. Yes. Oh, that was like so like remember, perfect. It's getting you in the mood, you know. The cinema that we went to for our Star Wars ritual, they play um, soundtracks throughout this throughout the whole cinema. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah, they like did. In, in, that was when great. you're in the when I you're in the that. actual theater room. It's like that. The music is soundtrack lobby, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then everywhere in the halls and also in the bathrooms, I enjoyed it's that. just it's just soundtracks. I like, totally, like, I love that. I think that's great. I don't know about you, Tim, but I, I love no, no, that. I, I think, I think it's cool. I think it puts you in the in the movie. Exactly, movie. exactly. So we're sitting down, everyone's sitting down. When the time comes, then see in America they used to have uh, a slide projector before um, anything, and it would just show slides of. And even in Austria, <laughs> I remember this. What kind of slides? Like. <laughs> Like family photos. No, I'm yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Like uh, pre, like, like maybe an advertisement, like just a poster or a picture of like I've coming never... soon, you know. Or what they used to do this is, in America. This is, this is like you're like, what did you grow up in the '60s? Like, warning. This against is what the they Soviets did. Are coming? Like, the, no, it's you know, not duck propaganda. Roll. It was like, no, it's like you know, Coca-Cola. There would be like a Coca-Cola slide. In you know, case drink of Coke attack, for freshness. Put your and head like, under the seat. And then, and then another slide would be there, and it would be like you know, half off on Mondays or whatever. And then there would be another <laughs> slide, and it, and sometimes they would actually have a fun trivia. It would be like. You know, while you're waiting for the movie to start and with the faint music and the lit, dimly lit lights, everything was still lit. Everyone was still looking for their seat mm. and you would just, there would be quiz, you know, there would be like, um, in what movie in 1988 did Ad Eddie Murphy star in or whatever? And then it would, the next slide would be, I don't know, coming to America or whatever, you know? Wait, are you describing your perfect scenario still or this is just you reminiscing? Well, this is, this is half half because like if it was be my ultimate perfect fantasy version it would be like if we're watching lord of the rings we have lord of the rings music we have lord of the rings trivia nothing well i mean <laughs> that's also that was also you know i Elrond recommends coca-cola i'll, I'll have if, to, I'll, if it's I'll good for an know. elf it's good for a human <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have you know that when i watched the hobbit the first yeah. one they had an intermission and the intermission mm -hmm. had lord of the rings trivia okay that's cool like just you know just questionnaires and like just you know like quizzes you know on the yeah. screen so anyway that would be done yeah and the, all the advertisements would be there already on slides quiet okay. one no, still no. image yeah, yeah, yeah. not using not using the <laughs> sanctity of the cinema screen or the cinema projector <laughs> with their with their crappy audio with no bass well, that's what I'm saying. That didn't exist back then because we were using film, you know, and we just had slide yeah, projectors. Yeah. And then the lights would go down. We would get three or four trailers mm -hmm. and then the movie would start. Okay. And that's wonderful. And then it just, that is the, 
the way that I because you see it's like small 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 and then when the trailers are there then you put in the big music the big screen lights off everyone's looking at that the screen you know okay and the second best was when like in 2009 something like that I remember in the states they would have they would start putting in like an actual projector like a digital projector but not mm-hmm. the cinema projector just the digital projector and they would play trailers and that would be obnoxious. Not trailers, but like advertisements and stuff. Yes. But at least they weren't using the cinema screen or the cinema projector. You know, the the projecting screen would be like a little box inside the big screen, you know. Because okay. it's not going to be the cinema screen because that is reserved for the films and the trailers. <laughs> okay. But I, I do like, I, I think there's a there's a point where and and now let me just let me just cap this off by saying now it's a nightmare and it feels like i am being you know shoved through a pipeline of like eye crushing advertisements and obnoxious noise without any base and they're using the circumference of the screen i felt so it felt like desecration when i was on in the imax and i was seeing them using the imax projector to project their stupid you know like go and rent the screens so you can you know have a business meeting and then cell phone advertising and then there's like uh what was that? Diners Club advertising and i just hated it i just said just you do not use the giant screen for that you use it for the film. You use it to tell a story, to get people into a world, and not this. I hate it. <laughs> That's why I arrive late, so I don't have to watch those advertisements, because they suck. Well, in and, any uh, case, I did go and get my popcorn, and I didn't miss anything. That's good. That's great. Well, I get caramel popcorn all the time. Well, thank you for your for your explanation of the perfect theater experience. I, unfortunately, didn't grow up going to theater, because... Uh, the church my parents went to, it was deemed sinful to go to the cinema because that's really? where people go and make out in the dark. So we couldn't go people in our church to the cinema. So I didn't go to cinemas except a few occasions. But um, I watched movies in the VHS at home, little tiny screens. Yeah. For me, perfect ex- cinema experience is when all of it disappears. I don't care for the cinema part of it. I just want a huge screen and a good sound. That's why I like that theater I go to because it's all black. And all the decoration is gone, and just oh just yeah, like, no, I agree with just, you. There. Just nothing. Just that I don't I want the people big seats. I don't want people close to me. Yeah, I want to watch the movie. And you know what I love? You talked about that experience. So for one of those screens, it's a wide screen, like a really wide screen. So when they play the advertisement, it's it's like it's like you know whatever, like the two like three quarters three. of the screen is yeah, for yeah, the advertisement, yeah. and then. Before the movie starts, you can see the screen yes. spreading. You That's my favorite part of it. And you're like, okay, yeah. it's business time now. You can just see this. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see, you see, you also see the value in see? separating the disgusting advertising and commercials with a feature. <laughs> there needs to be a divide. The separation there of the screens. To, there has to be a separation. And Moses it's, said, separate the advertisement from... The movie, and it should be like Could that. You, the like, 11th commandment. I, I'm sure the next step will be them putting little advertisements on the bottom of the screen as well. You know what I mean? If they could, if they would do it, they would do it. You know what's my favorite part? In, in the... China, they actually had that. Ooh, okay. They have, like, they have like a little screen on the side where people can write type comments. 
That's weird. No, don't do that. Just just watch the movie. But you know you what's see, funny? You see what nightmare we're getting into? What dystopian <laughs> the theater rape of the natural world? We're getting... <laughs> the the Star Wars theater. They have for men in the bathroom in the pissars where where you pee. You know, pissars. Pissar. What do you call that in American? The thing you pee in. What is it? The urinal. Urinal, yeah. Urinal, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it, actually. Urinal. Um, they have little screens in there. You can watch trailers as you pee. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, so before we talk about... Oh, um, and I forgot ex- lobby cards. That's a lost art. Love that. I don't know what the hell that is, but sure. It's like screen... Like, fo- like I think they're production photos, and sometimes it'd be screenshots of just, like, papers. Mm-hmm. And it would be a, a shot of the movie, and it mm-hmm. would just tell you the movie, and they would put it on the lobby. Oh, okay. To- Okay. It's an old thing, but it just, I remember sometimes seeing those and being like, Whoa, like getting ready. Like if I want to watch a movie and I'm seeing some of the photochemically produced photos from the film, you know, with the nice contrast, yeah. I'd be like, man, you know, looking forward to seeing something like that because also your imagination gets more sparked by just seeing a still image than seeing trailers all the time, you know, on screens, on the lobbies now. Cool. Cool. Okay. All that's, right. Let's I'm let's get it out of business. Let's talk about externals. Let's, let's I, I want to ask you, Philip, what was your prior knowledge and what was your expectation going to see this movie, if any at all? Uh, well, ever since the Infinity War of 2018 mm-hmm. and the End Game of 2019. Yeah. You know, for me, the Marvel films, it just. I'm just going to be real with you. I mean, it just feels like kind of the after party kind mm-hmm. of thing. It just feels like, you know, we went through it. We we succeeded. And, you know, this is just like the stuff afterwards for me. Did you see the trailer or do you, do you yeah, know anything about it? Yeah, I saw the trailer. Uh-huh. I, know, I, I know vaguely about what Eternal, like you mean in the like comic book continuum, like Eternals and Galactic cosmic stories you mean or yeah just in general like what you know like did you before going into movie what did you know what was you expecting what like any pre based on comics based on prior knowledge based on the trailer based on you anything you've heard about the movie at all uh i've just heard all the i mean i don't go out of my way to look at this stuff anymore so Mm -hmm. uh whatever i heard i just heard people complaining or being obnoxious on Twitter about it, you know, about like some okay. con- like controversy stuff, like, you know, and of course the Disney, uh, oh, this is the first time so many, you know, <laughs> actors of different, you know, races and, you know, stuff are being put together and, you know, it, they always say the same thing with every, every movie. And I'm like, I don't care guys. Just give me a good story. Let's, Let's, I want to see what's going to be in the film. I want to see what's going to, if I'm going to see it. But like the trailers really didn't convince me I'm didn't into see anything. Okay. I, I wouldn't have watched it otherwise if it wasn't for uh, doing the podcast. podcast. Yeah. Okay. And uh, like, yeah, the trailers didn't excite me at all. Like it just, end of the world. I, we've been there, you know, like, yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, a bunch of different characters. Where were you know? I never mind. That, yeah, it, no, like, no. I was just, I was just asking. I'm just, you, I'm just you like very thinking just anything lukewarm. Or wasn't just concerned. Pretty, okay. pretty lukewarm about it. And I thought because people are talking about how like, oh, it's a cosmic. Okay, so that means that for some reason I feel like because I heard that the comic book cosmic 
Marvel world, you know, that was uh, started by Jack Kirby, who is, I don't know if you know who Jack Kirby is. He's, oh, I've, I've recently been, I didn't know, like, so, you know, I really like the MCU and I knew nothing about Marvel comics, nor the original, how it was created, when certain heroes, I knew nothing except that book I got like mm-hmm. a week ago. We were just, I think I talked about the last podcast. We were just in the yeah. uh, bookstore and I bought that Marvel, like the, from from 60s, the Silver Age comic books from 60s to 70s. Yeah. Uh, like the, the story of it with like pictures from the comic book I was putting on Instagram. And I've learned a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I understand. Like, yeah, Jack Jack Kirby, the whole story of him, him returning from DC. Yeah. And then kind of doing the internals, like basically having <laughs> free reign. Eternals. <laughs> internals. The, the yeah, externals yeah, and the internals. Yeah. And just kind of yeah. going nuts. Well, I mean, let's, Jack let's Kirby's get... one of the fathers of like what we you know what we understand comic book visual languages you know right he made captain america which i didn't know yeah, like in yeah. the original golden age like he was one of the creators of, of you know yeah yeah and he's a great artist too and yeah. uh so when i thought of that i thought skimming through a little bit of of the you know characters and cosmic things that happen in these mm-hmm. comic book stories i thought we're gonna we're, we're in for something that's very hard to explain and that's what i thought was going to happen in the eternals which is why i didn't really feel like watching it because it's just it's probably going to set up a lot of cosmic things that are boiled down to a basic level that probably will be unfulfilling okay and okay. To be fair, mm-hmm. <laughs> the good thing is that I understood it more than I thought I was going to come in okay. understanding it, but at the same time, I was unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. Okay. There we go. I think I had same general idea. I wasn't really interested in from the trailer of watching this. I was interested because... The director, I watch her yeah. movie that you know got the Oscar, Nomad Lands, and, and I enjoyed her approach to it. And I listened to a podcast when her and her partner talked about making that movie and their approach to making it. It was very interesting. Yeah. And then I still wasn't really interested in watching this movie based on on the on the trailer. I didn't know anything that much about Jack Kirby or what's the what's the source material. And then kind of the controversy of the bad reviews right now on Rotten Tomato is sitting as the worst. rated um movie of the mcu and that kind of intrigued me of like okay what does this mean and then it also intrigued me because none of the like marvel or the creators or anyone comment on the on the ratings usually when something like an anticipated movie comes out and the ratings are bad. Usually, yeah, the then everyone's talking about review bombing and stuff. Like no, I'm that. Not, not even that. It's like this thing is the review, like the Rotten Tomato ones. It's not, it's not the people, you know, when they review bomb on IMDb. It's, it's the just critics. The, the critics, exactly. The critics gave it like a, you know, mostly kind of negative review. But it was interesting is like when that happens for these big movies, like the stars and people start blaming, like, oh, saying, oh, we couldn't do it this way. Like nothing, zero. So I was thinking, like, okay. There's something interesting here, maybe, because if they're not talking about it, that means they kind of did it the way they want. And the critics, it's like, okay, that's not, they're not affected by that. Like, they made the movie they, they wanted to. Uh huh. So that that kind of made me like, okay, maybe I'm curious to see what the movie is now. 
Like, what if, if critics hate it so much, audience like it, mm-hmm. nobody's kind of like reacting to it. So, so that was my, so yeah. So I was curious to see what the movie is. So let me give you a uh, people who, who, who are not going to watch it, a brief and Jake, a brief uh, description. <laughs> so, so the Eternals are a bunch of folks. I think there's eight of them. They're sort of, um, Created their uh, celestial beings, the Eternals. Well, there's and created they're sent- by a celestial. Well, we 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 find that out later. Oh, but anyways, whoops, that's okay. We're spoiler podcast. Anyway, so so they, they come to Earth about seven thousand years ago when the first civilization, you know, Mesopotamia and Babylon is is turning out, and they're sent from space to here to protect humans from these things called deviants, which are like kind of like bionicle creatures that want to kill humans and they're sent here to protect them uh because you know human humanity they're like protectors the humanity deserves to to grow right whatever that's the whole point like but um you know this movie is about after you know present day um one of their leader dies because um well, sorry, I forgot to mention that after, I don't know, a couple of thousand years to kill all those deviants and now they just remain on Earth waiting yeah, to be sent home. Yeah, just like they're, they're, they remain on Earth and yeah. are and like all, us, you know. And they lived just, with humans, so yeah. some of them, you know, developed like they've they've grown and they yep. all have different different experiences of what, what it you know means to be living with humanity. But they do live with modern people. It's just yes. like that one movie we watched in 2020 with uh, Charlie's Theron. Oh yeah, the the, the old, old guard. guard. Yeah. yeah. So except they're, they're, they're hiding. Like yeah, they're hiding. We don't know about them. You know, they're not. No, nobody knows them. They, they they can't interfere. They can only interfere if those evil bionicles are deviant, attacking. Deviant art. Deviant, deviant artists. Uh, deviant artists are. Uh, yeah. And then the this plot of this movie is um their leader uh she dies. Yes. And one of the other Ajax, uh, right? That's yeah. But there's like there's there's four. The four are like warrior types, and the four are like uh, like smart types, like you know, like scientists. <laughs> they're smart types. S- scientists. Um, well, there's some the elemental dies. types. One of them does yeah. illusions. One of them does transformations. Yes. Uh, one of them is full of science and knowledge. Yes. Um, and essentially, uh, the thing is, turns out that their leader dies. And there's this whole twist. They actually find out that it's not, they're not there to protect uh, humans because these celestial beings love humans and life. Actually, there's a, that's a, the whole planet Earth is an, is an egg where a, a new celestial will be born out of it. And there's a basically making sure that humans multiply. And when there's enough humans, the brain power will then <laughs> awaken the celestial, which will come out of the Earth and the Earth will shatter. So now our Eternals have to face uh, yeah, the dilemma to, of do they help uh you know humans and try to stop this from happening even though that would mean that celestial would be obstructed from then creating more life on other creating new universes because that's what they, apparently they do or they you know just let it be and means all these humans they saw throughout the history they will all die and their history will perish but um they are convinced uh to to help some are some aren't to help, uh, you know, stop this creature from coming up because they love the humans because then they yeah. saw the Avengers, you know, fight. So they, they, they think that it's not, it's not worthy to destroy these humans to get new life. So that's the story of Eternals. And we compared it with, uh, with, uh, Man of Steel. Everyone knows Superman's story, but give us, give us the briefest Superman origin 
that you can. If somebody on this podcast is listening to this and doesn't know <laughs> what you is want me Superman? to do it? Yeah, do it really quickly. The, cl- the planet Krypton is at the verge of destruction. One scientist sends his only son <laughs> to Earth. Jesus. Because he's Kryptonian, he takes the power of the sun and has superhuman abilities. And as he grows up, he becomes a hero to the world. Mm-hmm. And he uses his abilities to save people. It's perfect. Yes. You see? There you go. Superheroes, aliens coming from utter Earth, worlds being destroyed. We're, we're in the same zone, I would say. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so let's talk about let's talk about some let's compare some some movies. I want to ask you. There's a couple of topics I want to I want to cover. So you always bring movie, in the topics. Always I bring do. in the topics. It's good. It's good. I I I, I, I like that. I like <laughs> I like talking about topics. So so here's here's the funny thing. So the movie, I like I said, I was I wasn't sure. I was really dreading this movie's gonna suck, like really bad. It's gonna I'm gonna be bored out of my mind watching the Eternals. So I was like dreading. And then and then the dreaded accursed scrolling text begins at the beginning of the Eternals. <laughs> I was wondering about that. I was like, are we is Tim gonna go back on what oh, he said man. about when he complained about the Matrix? He was talking about how imagine if the Matrix had scrolling yeah. text. Scrolling text I hate is scrolling never good. text. It's 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 wor- it's it's you know I hate when music when it fades out at the end. I hate yeah, that. Fade out. Sa- yeah. Same thing. I hate scrolling text at the beginning of the movies. This my, like my butthole puckered. You know when the celestial <laughs> disappears into a black hole in the Eternals. That's how my my butthole was like. Oh god, this is going to be dreadful. And then that thing went away, and I enjoyed the movie. <laughs> I, really? I really liked it. Yeah, I, wow. I was really into it. Once that part was over, I was like, oh my God. And then... I had the and, opposite. Like that was like, oh God, Eternals, Deviants, Celestials is giving me the... the exp- oh my God, I'm not... This is going to suck. But... Wow. And then and then it moves on to, you know, Jon Snow and, and, <laughs> and, and Cersei kind of ch- chilling. And there's like this kind of natural approach to it and and, and they're talking and there's interaction and it's like i'm like i'm okay okay this is this is different like I, this is not you know script text and it's going to be people standing and it's like okay this is this might be different so i i was okay i was i was happy after that ended okay but so um it's it's interesting especially compared to what I want to talk about is compared to Man of Steel is where do you suspend like leave you know suspension of was it suspension disbelief disbelief suspension of disbelief yeah when you're adapting something like suspending your disbelief yeah when you're adapting a comic book because and it depends what kind of era of comic book it's coming from yeah and it's really like because we talked about well, it also Kirby. depends on the genre of what's yes. being explained because like the the cosmic stuff that jack kirby was making up he was making up essentially like mythology right but science and, fiction kind yeah. of fantasy mythology but it was and also not happened, for everyone it, it is not for everyone but it also it happened after you know him and stanley created all these characters where yeah, they did after, the marvel thing where they give him flaws right yeah if you look at Superman, when he was invented, he's just like, he's he's invincible and he's like handsome and he does the little <laughs> high thing. Like there's not much substance to Superman when it was created. Like after everything that was added to him, it's post 
So it's very different. So what I found funny is with Man of Steel is like the kind of stuff they like, I don't know. Let me ask you this. The whole thing that he has superpowers because he's on a different planet, is that original Superman thing or is it added in the movie? It's not added in the movie. It's probably, look, I don't know anything. Um, as far as I know, Superman was a refugee from Krypton from the beginning. Which I would imagine originally they would be on Krypton's, Kryptonians can do lasers out of eyes and they can fly and strong. And then later on yeah. they kind of retconned it like, oh, because of, because that's the kind of stuff that annoys me really. Because it's like you, you, you can't, like if you'd want to make a point mm-hmm. about humanizing and trying to, let's say, you know, okay, how would this, what is this hero thinking through this situation, this, this impossible, crazy situation? You try to humanize him. You have to kind of not try to explain these things. Like, let's say... Um, where, the, where are we going with this conversation? Like, like, the, like the S, right? Like the S on his, on his shirt, right? Superman. In this In movie, they go with the hope. whole thing. It, it's a beacon of hope. It doesn't say S. And it's like, why even go there? Why try... Why concentrate on these things that don't add value, that you're trying to make it realistic or trying to add realism to things that you could just gloss over. I think if you really want to relate to someone like Superman, concentrate on the human part of like the emotion, not about these, well, you know, it's silly that he has an S, right? He has a blue shirt and it's an S because he's Superman. That's ridiculous. If you're trying to make a realistic movie, you kind of, you're, I would assume you're, what what they try to do is like okay let's make everything realistic but i would assume like don't do that because like in the eternals like stupid thing let's say eternals and deviants you would those words and people talking about them sound hilarious they sound cheesy and they sound old comic booky to me and if you're trying to make a more you know realistic kind of naturalistic kind of movie you would be tempted to avoid using terminology and exposition like that right they're coming to just like but they didn't, which I think was a good thing that you choose where you want to make it real and where you just leave it comic booky. That, that that was my point. It's it's really weird of weird saying it. It made sense in my head trying to say it, but I don't know if you uh, understand what I'm trying to say. You mean like make them because the 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 the, the, the I I see <laughs> both of these movies trying to do the very similar thing, trying a different approach, not. Just take it out of a comic book and adapt it to big screen, but adapt it through a specific kind of style, right? This kind of... Yeah. It's different, I would say. And we can talk about the cinematography in a bit of how it looks (sighs) and how they approach it, but even just the story and just the adaptation, you know, like what do you leave that's basically, you know schlock or basically like out of straight out of a comic book and what do you trans transform to be more dramatized or what more realistic or more you know kind of humanistic right well what's your approach you know no i, I was just saying because i i will i watched i feel like because like marvel has had this the mcu in general like it just it's like it's had this thing where it tries to make fun of the silly parts that it had that were always inherent in the comic book narrative and at some point it was fun and new but after a while you're just like stop 
No, but can we? Which ones do you mean? I know they did that with the X Men at the beginning, but I, did they do that? You mean you mean the yellow well? spandex one? Yeah, yeah, the spandex joke. Mean? Yeah, but they didn't. They avoided that altogether. You know what I mean? But like, I can imagine in the MCU, and there's like thirty movies, so. Bear with me if I can't remember one of them or two of them. Oh, no, it's okay. Where it's like, oh, I know it's a silly thing, you know? Oh, I know it's a silly thing, but, you know, let's go with it, you know? Um, I, I think my main but, point, what I was trying to say is that, like, okay, so watching Man of Steel again, right? I, I remember yeah. I had a very similar feeling of watching it as I did. So it starts off and you have this whole, okay, what what's what's Clark Kent childhood as he grows up because he has all these super hot powers and there's there's parents yeah and then his life and that's very interesting and it's and it's also portrayed through cinematography and, and the storytelling through this very through emotions and through looks and through situations right so it, it it's yeah. not a superhero where people are blasting their exposition at you standing in you know magical you know magical sets and, and things like that right or in te- right. techno jabber jabber, we got to get this thing. It's like right, you, you're you're approaching it like a drama, right? An emotional human drama, and and that part is great because okay, so you're thinking, okay, what what would the experience, what would be the emotions of of Superman if we're approaching this from a realistic standpoint? At the point where Zod returns, that movie whole completely loses it to me. Like it, it goes hundred mm-hmm. percent to shit because. It goes back to, you know, laser beam from the sky, jibber jabber, techno jabber, exposition, where this, Krypton, all of this. And you completely lose that. And then throughout of it, you could see this, like, you know, okay, so we have to, like, mm-hmm. if you take in Superman, the way he was designed originally, none of this was considered, right? The archetype no. that was created is he's a good guy and he's got superpowers and he uses them, right? That's how comic books are written. So when you're trying to do yeah. heuristic, you, ha- you either have to mm-hmm. sacrifice the traits like what he wears, what are his superpowers, right? Like you can't explain that his he has lasers out of his eyes because the sun has less radiation. Like that's just, just ridiculous. You can't make a serious drama movie and then expect the audience to 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 kind of take that as well like okay yeah that like that connection like you you know what i mean right or that his the symbol s means families it's a coincidence that his uh you know the symbol of the s means also that his family just my feeling is watching the movie those that those kind of moments take it away so what you can do is remove that all of that right just just completely it, you have to kind of remove something from it, right? You either completely ignore those things and it's an S, right? Whatever, who cares? You just glance over it, right? He's got a blue suit and it says an S on it. Who cares? Right. Don't okay. try to explain it. That's one part of it. Or you kind of have to invent a different kind of character. You know, maybe... You well, know, in the, the comics, what usually the way he gets his suit is that... Ma Kent actually knits it for him from his from the from the cloth that when he was wow. uh, born. Okay, I don't know if that makes it any better or not. But maybe I don't know. It's just like I, that's just my feelings of like what. I guess I am having trouble expressing what's happening <laughs> in my head. So I'll try to write it down <laughs> and and post it somewhere. But anyway, okay. I want to talk about. Um, I, I don't about... know what I'm saying. I uh, what am I saying? What am I gonna say? I don't know. 
Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> great I, episode. I, great episode. Okay. This, this, okay. This okay. Let's 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 uh, forget forget for, forget all of that. I'll try to write down my thoughts. <laughs> uh, um, okay. So I want to talk about cinematography. <laughs> yeah. Um. So one of the things that the only thing I knew about this movie was yeah. I was just like I don't know some some news, but I was saying that okay, you know, yeah, director Chloe. Wants yeah. to use natural light, which is like different to. I noticed that very much. I like that, dude. Because it was nice. so, so remember, it reminded me a lot of Terrence Malick's movies for sure. Yes. You know, and, you're using the same kind of lens. You're, you're getting some natural light in there. It, it reminded me a lot. Like there's some scenes like when they were throwing the ashes of, yeah, you know, one of the guys that died, and then you could really see that. Na- you know, nice little natural light, and it reminded me of the New World. If you've seen that movie from Terrence Malick, yes, yeah. So that's kind of cool. You know, you got those hand holding parts with the sun coming through. You know, you got those things. But at some point, I'm sorry to say, at some point, it doesn't. It felt like it was just trying to be Terrence Malick. It wasn't trying like that kind of movie. It it was light. It wasn't all of that because you know there's like a balance between that and then the normal kind of cinematography that we've seen with the marvel films as well and that's what i wanted to bring up because you know like there's there's few scenes where um you can see even just the hand holding right that that's different yeah. like let's say the, the the romantic scenes between cersei and icarus those are kind of done like yeah the new world like people they're just you know have these the time how they edit isn't you know appropriate to real time it's kind of skips about yeah and you know they're not talking it's music it's very reminiscent of that which is like the the visual like it's it's also matching it but then the other times it's just the day like the the weather or time of the day yet the camera movement is more you know catered for the action that's happening like they're fighting so it's it kind of switches between those two but what i want to talk about is so remember a long time ago, people were freaking out that the MCU looks boring. You know, remember every frame of painting did a video and everyone was jumping on the bandwagon that... I that, think we need to address the fact that there's a lot of people who just jump the bandwagon without thinking about it. And then they just get very opinionated about it, even though they're not thinking for themselves. And the funny thing is... I want to put that disclaimer there because <laughs> I, I also kind of think that a lot of the films tend to have a kind of non-contrast, like there's so little contrast to it that it does get a little bit boring to look at. But what, I mean, the thing was that, which was interesting to me, is people were saying, okay, that, that like it's shot bad, right? That was the criticism. But I think what, when I was looking at, when I was looking at the examples, what they were saying, I think when they give the examples, this looks good. It's just the other ones have different, different digital grading, right? They had different contrast ratios. They had different like values for the colors. They have different blacks and, and, it was while all the MCU movies, maybe apart from Dark World, they're all graded in a very kind of flat, natural, maybe imitating like just a normal film stock kind of thing. Like there's no changing of colors, there's no contrast at it. There's there's none of that which you would see in in like Man of Steel. I, I think, especially that, of that era as well, that was very popular to just like grade your movies like up to eleven. Yeah, I think that. The cinematography in general, for for most of the Marvel films, don't draw attention to themselves. No. 
at all. I can't think of any movie. Like I was gonna say Ragnarok, but even that is just—it's just—it feels like it's no. It's the set design is different, yeah. But yeah, like the designs of where they are, the worlds, and everything. It feels like it's not there. It's It's not. Yeah, it's not doing something extraordinary. And you know what? If there's nothing to talk about with the cinematography, there's nothing to talk about with it. One thing that I can think of, and this is gonna sound so funny because you're gonna say, "What the hell, Phil?" But I felt that the Avengers one had some kind of, at least it had deeper blacks and it had brighter brights. I don't know why I'm saying this. I'm just in my recollection. And it was, it looked like a TV show. And I know you're going to say that. It looks yeah, like yeah. a TV show. But for some reason, it it felt like it fit the context of the story and the the world the most. He, he, I, I mean, I, I, I would say, you know, that's, that's up to, to the viewer, like, you know, how interpret, I, I think what, what I was trying to say is I think it's deliberate for the, so let's say you it know, has you have to different... be deliberate. You don't make 30 movies and they all are kind of the same. <laughs> and, and I think it's, and it's on purpose because it drives that kind of uniformity. So, you know, that all be, belong to, even though some, you know, let's say, you know, let's say you look at uh, Winter Soldier, it's all shaky cam and it's like, you know, it's like fighting for it. But the still, the, the color is the same, right? As you compare to something like Thor Ragnarok, it's in space. There's there's like, you know, sci-fi craziness yeah, and, and the color is the and same. everything. And the color is the, exactly the same. So that's why I was really curious. Okay, they said, okay, she's going to use natural color and everything. Like, what does that mean for the cinematography? And well, I was actually, it is what it means in the context of the Marvel films. Yeah, and, and, and I kind of, <laughs> and I kind of dug it. I, I kind I've, of, it was interesting because okay, I, I found it boring. So, and it's a it, very loaded statement. But like every other, like I, when I'm looking at shots from, I've been trying to understand why. I am so uninterested in looking at any of the, like there's none of the screenshots of any Marvel film that I can think Mm -hmm. of that I would be like, this is a frame that I would either remember or have as my wallpaper on my computer, which I don't do by the way, but like, you know, or like I would have as a monument on my wall, you know, I can't think of any of them other than there are very nicely framed shots, but they, there's something missing. There's something missing with them. Now, this is going to sound very unfortunate of me to say, but I think that for what it's worth, I mean, I think that Man of Steel has something that I find visually more appealing. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Uh, that's that's uh, one of the conversations. There he goes. There he goes, Phil. There he goes with his, with his outdated outdated opinions no that's no, okay dude, dude, like there's there's nothing out there i was i wanted to have that conversation because i felt i felt otherwise like watching men of steel of the cinematography of approaching and we're talking about this theme of humanizing it right Take, taking the terrence malick this kind of introspective emotional movie and it inspiring like that cinematography for both of these movies and like i said for the eternals the visual style, it, there's no grading. It it doesn't go super desaturated. It doesn't crank the blacks to 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 have that kind of feeling. It stays within the marble colors. Yet, what they changed is 
like what's the weather and what is the daylight because like the I worst mean, I did offender, notice that for sure yeah the worst offender of that is is civil war it's like everything is like overcast, overcast day and it's like it just gets so bad so seeing the same colors but like like let's say that scene when they're going into the jungle to to visit whatever the druid druid man and it's the little, guy little, the guy that controls people's minds yes. sort of yeah. And then they go and visit him um and it's kind of like dusk that kind of the kind of setting and they go visit him and they talk to him usually in the Marvel movie when the action would kick in it would change to daylight like let's say time has passed so like all the CGI and everything would just look the same. I really appreciate that that whole scene action scene kept that night I I would probably assume the visual effects guys hated her for doing this because they would have to match every single different kind of like setting to for the cgi like let's say even when those those bionicles like they had a little gleam of animals having the eyes as they're fighting in the scene you couldn't clearly see them but you could see the glare in, in the eyes because yeah. of you know like an animal thing and i really appreciate that like i thought like okay we're still in the same visual style but it's but it's different so like they're like how they manage to to keep in sync of it's different, but it's still the same. So that was right. interesting to me. Mm. Man of Steel, I, I completely appreciate the approach, what they did with the digital grading, everything's desaturated. And I would assume like this for the Eternals, it's more naturalistic, right? It's not mm-hmm. trying to be realistic. It's not like I'm shaking the, like we're all pretending we're in a documentary, right? We're shaking the cam, things are out of focus, there's Shoot, lens man. flares, there's like, there's, you know, there's bits on the, on the, on the, uh, yeah. on the lens well on the what's it called on uh, man of steel there's a lot of that like there's, there's a there's lot this of that. fake there's, of fake yeah. um like low budget like we're we're running gun in this even though it's like a huge you know a huge set yeah it's all it's all very deliberate but it's kind of shot like that yeah and i think um i i kind of get it but i'm just i like when we talked about the theme of like fusing superman and all that like there's a big discrepancy especially when it goes into next snyder's um mush mode for the final battle when it's all just like gray and i'm like it's nonsense this is just nonsense i, can't, I don't know what's mode. happening anymore yeah, i, it's I feel difficult like to keep track of yeah i it's it's um yeah it's not it's not my thing i i did not enjoy that like i did it it felt like too deliberate with, it felt too much i felt what? like you mean Man of Steel with the yeah, shaking? Yeah. yeah, with the shaking and the zooming, yeah. That and and the, like... just the color and the grading. It felt like it was trying to really say, it's very, you know, this is super dramatic. This is it super has a, serious. It has, a, it has a look of steel. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it didn't match, like, you know, the, the emotional connection, it didn't do for me as it's supposed to. It was too, the film part of it was way too... Mm-hmm. Uh, strong uh any like i just i feel like we that's okay we can move on it just it just for some reason i'm gonna let me be honest i'll be honest here and this has nothing to do with your tastes or what you find is that's my disclaimer what you find is good and what i find is good but i just feel like so far i've like i've seen attempts like this was a nice attempt at trying something that's a little bit different but i feel like it just wasn't different enough for me mm-hmm. i just I, I think we had this conversation before I, and i think at some point i don't know I, I don't know what is it about it that i give it so much slack for this or i came to terms with it or i just kind of understood it yeah 
is that with Marvel, I think there's a lot of... I think it's just so... Criticism that people don't like that it's, you know, very samey. You know, like it's it's that, you know, it doesn't try to be different. And I've also, I think, thought of this in the past. But I think in the end, I realized that might be the reason of their success, that it's, everything I mean, is. Maybe. Because I, I remember when, when Netflix I, came out mm-hmm. with the... Uh, defenders right and that's and i remember at the beginning it was hinted that it's canon because in the netflix show oh, those, Daredevil okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. jessica jones and, and and all that's luke cage they all hinted to mcu like the the avengers yeah they mentioned it once mode. or twice yes in the show. so so it was like is it is it is it canon is it part of the universe because they were very different it was r-rated there was swearing there was yeah. violence yeah. it was very hard themes and it was also shot very differently it was it was you know on tv it was you know very grungy kind grungy. of look on, yeah. on the lenses and there's effects and all this kind of very different to the big cinematic thing and it was like oh this is crazy i remember i was telling my friends like oh go watch you know jessica jones this is part of the mcu but it's like so rigid and everything and then by the time it kind of went did they just they, they stopped kind of associating they with associating it associating with it yeah and it, and it doesn't i don't think it's actually official i don't know i don't think there's been an, an official but and then and i was like wondering okay so are you like is it maybe not the right like they, this is not what they want and then the uh the what's it called the the Disney Plus shows came out this the, year, right? Yeah, which look just pretty much exactly yeah. the same as and, the and the thing, you know, like you have the whole, you know, it's a it's a it's a TV with with uh, Vilma. What's her name? Vilma, the Scarlet Witch, <laughs> and you know, Vilma. but it's still the colors. It still feels very CMCU. Same with the whole Falcon Winter Soldier. Right. Starts off like drama, and there's like just different like lenses and different angles of shooting. Yet it still fits. So I think it's it's just a deliberate choice. I think they're just trying to make it. It has to be, it has to be a deliberate choice. It can't be anything else. Yeah. Uh, you you can't get so many creative people, like creative people in like the, their job, being yeah. the creative people, um, to working on the same franchise, for lack of a better word. I hate the word franchise, by the way. Yeah. So and if I want uh, and like look, a comic book if, movie. If that's what they're doing, that's what they're doing. That's fine. I happen to be on the other camp where I'm just like, man, like I we talked about this before. If they're if they were starkly different in look, and then you bring them together in one movie, the Avengers or whatever, that mm-hmm. in my opinion would feel more exciting because you're bringing mm-hmm. these different elements from very very different looking movies together and then it's going to be in their own movie that also looks different and i would i would find that more exciting for myself but they're doing something right because people are still watching you know people watch yeah i just i think i just came to terms with it it's not going to happen and this is the way yeah. that things and are and if i want to look at good cinematography i'm not going to be looking to mc yeah i think yeah. it's just which is why I, I mean, like, I'm already kind of, as you can tell, I'm a little bit already like, you know, we, we got Thanos, you know, we, we're, 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 we're done. Yeah. That's how I feel, you know? So as far as uh, the Eternals is concerned, in my opinion, like, I'm sorry, Tim, I, That's okay. I try to, I- these days, I'm not the man I was 13 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's okay i, I go in really... i go in hoping to understand and be as you know forthcoming 
and in and you know um innocent towards the movie that I watch these days but man that movie was two and a half hours long and I I I don't do this often but I was mm-hmm. just my I was putting my hand on my head and I was kind of leaning on the chair and I was slowly dozing off uh throughout the middle of the film <laughs> And and that's okay. I that's reason why I'm actually I'm glad be, you have a different opinion because I wanted to talk about it because like I said I wasn't really interested in watching this <laughs> to be honest either. It, it didn't look interesting when because of the podcast, and then I was pleasantly surprised that I was really into the movie, like following it and watching throughout the entire thing and like wanting to see where it goes and didn't lose interest in anything and was kind of like. Generally enjoyed watching the movie, probably even more than Shang Chi, which was which well. That's is strange interesting. I was thinking about Shang Chi, and I was wondering, like, it can't be that Tim, you know Tim would obviously say that Shang Chi was more entertaining and fun because at least it had some kind <sighs> of like you know because like there's so many characters in this, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing because you can yeah. watch movies that are ensemble and they work perfectly, but. Uh, <sighs> Like, there was no character that I felt was in any way compelling for me to to give a damn. Essentially, okay. Like, because I've I don't Icarus. Sure, he's he's got an interesting like deal because in the end, you know, he's like, oh, I'm following my duties, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna stop any of you if you're trying to prevent the. The birth of another celestial, even if it means destroying the Earth in the process. We'll just make another Earth. On paper, that sounds great, but when I was watching it, I don't know... I don't know what it is. I don't know if it... It's definitely not any of the actors' faults, because they all seemed pretty good to me. Um, It was just something to do with there's so many of them, and none of them felt like they gripped me or my attention... Mm -hmm for any stretch of the film because I really didn't care because I, I think that they were just I don't think it's too much to say that and this is also not fundamentally a problem but they mostly just talk about things and oh you know we have to get him and then they talk about each other and how they used to yeah. be and how you know the past was and this is that's most of the film and I'm making a face. Uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the silence yeah. that you heard was was Phil making a, a side glance and just having the <laughs> uh, the non-descriptive face. I do not care. I, I just, I was just waiting for them to get to the end. Really, I was just like, is this mm-hmm. the climax? Let's hope it's the climax because it's been a while, you know. And and I th- I don't know if it's because I'm considering this as part of the twenty. 20- Five movies that came before mm-hmm. and that might have some baggage to it but you can say the world is ending so many times and there's more characters that are included in this universe for me to have my attention or my care for them way you know just get more and more thin mm. you know that's how I feel it's like yeah I was actually yeah. hoping like there was a highlight at the end, when Jon Snow, 
Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, geez. What's his name? His name is. His name is. He has a funny name. Sir, kind of Daniel David. Da- Dunkel? No. <laughs> Dunkelman. Nathaniel. I don't know. I don't know what his name was. The the human. Her new human. The actor. Boyfriend. The actor. The actor. The actor's name is like. Da- da- oh. Da- something. Oh, uh, poop. I'll, I'll I'll tell you. I have things. Duncan. <laughs> you have a you have a new Mac. Come on, it's fast. You can uh, do it. I have a Kirk Harrington. Harrington. Or that's Kirk? that's Kit. Sorry, I, Kit. <laughs> that's blind. what it was. That's Kit, the, that's the, that's that's his name. Kit Harrington and and um, our main character, uh, Gemma Chan. Yes, uh, walking in that park that I actually went to in London with my friend Luke. Actually. Oh really? You were there? <laughs> yeah. We were there right on that hill. Yeah. Nice. And uh and then uh what's his name? The big celestial I don't know. shows up. Yeah, he just shows up in the sky because he's so big, you know? Yes. And I thought, Oh, are we gonna see the silver surfer? Is he gonna show up? Is there gonna be a silver surfer coming in? Because the silver surfer is a herald of Galactus. I don't know if you okay. know who Galactus okay. is. He's the eater of worlds. And I was looking into Galactus and I was like, is he a, a celestial? It turns out he's not. But then like, that's it. I don't know anymore. I'm, I'm out of, I don't know. I was, I was hoping there would be some kind of reveal, but it wasn't. It was just, okay. it was just, it was just, what's his face telling the, our main character, so, uh, uh, Eternal to, you know, you know, you will, you will be careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, t- he took him. He took him. He's like, you guys disobeyed me, but I don't know what to do with you. You, you, you know, you guys are yeah. interesting, so I'll keep you in my, yeah, in my dungeons. It, it, to me, the Eternals just felt like <laughs> what? You know, when you go to like the store, you go to mm-hmm. you go to a a grocery store, and they would have a kids section of toys, mm-hmm. and they would all be kind of uh, nondescript. Of really brand. cheap off-brand st- toys and you get this one dollar package of six of them and they all are like uh-huh. the same but they have different colors oh like the sprites in a video game when they when yeah they you know what i mean like they're they all action harder. figures yeah. and it's like hero hero guys and they all look the same like warriors of the cosmos and then you have all of them they all have the same armor except they're different colors yeah that's how i felt with the eternals and that's what I wanted to ask you because, you know, like I said at the beginning, the reviews are, you know, the critic critics' reviews are, are in and this is the lowest rated MCU movie, even lower than Thor Dark World. I mean, I can, I, like, I can, because I didn't have a very amazing time with it, I can mm-hmm. see why because it's, like, I think that one of the reviews, and I really try not to read reviews before I watch a film, but I remember just glancing at one, and one of them just said, like, oh, it's plodding, and it's just very tepid, and it's just very, uh-huh. it's just, it's just, it's just one straight line, and there's, like, nothing very exciting, and that's how I felt exactly. Okay, so that's what I would ask, because, it's like, so I had long, a, too. <laughs> I had a different experience. I don't know if it was because I really didn't anticipate anything. I was really... Like or underwhelmed by well, the... what what drove you to follow these characters into the story? Because for me, the story is just you know. I, I like the characters. I think I, I like discovering of who they are and how each of them had a different um, experience and how it shaped them. Because basically, when they arrive as you, you, those you feel aliens, like that was enough. Like in the like, I know the movie's long, but like it just didn't to me. It didn't feel like it was enough. Here's the thing: my only criticism, like my only amateur. Um, uh, a suggestion that I would give this movie 
as a, as a, as a terrible listener and a podcaster is like, <laughs> I think this movie would have been better as a TV series, as a, as a, as like a six episode, you know, Disney plus show. Like I would choose the, the Falcon and the winter soldier, make that a movie. Cause there was not enough content for that to be a show. I see. Just I didn't make see that it. a movie and then make this a TV show because you would have, you have well, then you characters. could, yeah, you could like, maybe that would be a good, you know, redeeming factor because every episode you can focus on one of them and at least you can give them Or a them couple because there's of... these couples of like their friends either. There's like yeah, each yeah, of yeah. them have like a little connection between them. So you would, and you could spend a different timeline, you know, when Exactly. They... Yeah. Yeah. Because so, I, I, what, what do we have? We had Babylon. We had uh, an ancient, what was it? The Mayan civilization. Yeah. And there's also in India, like there's... There, there's there's a one. Little, this is a little bit in India, not too much. Yes. Just like a wedding or something like that. I remember. Yeah, and I don't remember much else. No, I think I think that's it. I think there's just some general like clips going back for some specific things, but not, not nothing spending too much time. Most of the time is in in the present time when they're like solving this mystery and you know how what to do about the about the world. It's it's kind of like shown and like going back and forward, like the skipping. You know, yeah, and I was thinking about that too, and I was thinking, you know, if you just reorganized it, it probably would be better. <laughs> you know, just going, just going from what seven thousand BC to now, I think would be probably to its benefit because it really felt like it was doing a Man of Steel. I think that was their influence there because they were cutting between. Yeah, yeah. There's also very similar kind of style, uh, like up until the last half, the the, the until until General. Zemo, what's his name? What is his name? General Zod. Jennifer Zod comes comes back. Jennifer Zod, yeah. (laughs) Until Jennifer Jennifer Zod shows up. Um, Yeah, but at least for me, man, and this is gonna sound. I'm gonna sound like such a moron when I say this. But why? Why are you doubting yourself? Why? Why? Because critics are on your side. Because I always, I always feel like someone's just gonna be like, if I make a statement, someone's gonna be, oh, you're one of them. And it's like, no, I just one of who? What? What of who? (laughs) The cult of Zack Snyder. I don't know. (laughs) I just, I'm gonna say this, and I'm, I kind of understood Man of Steel more when I watched it now. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. felt because it was about one person. It wasn't about a lot of other guys. Mm-hmm. And it was <laughs> and it was just about for, you know, like to an extent depends on how well you think that it happened, like just how Superman I don't want I don't want to say becomes Superman, but how he <laughs> how he learns about himself, Mm -hmm. you know? And that was, uh, and I think that some of the flashbacks in Man of Steel related to what he was going through at the, in the present day. And, and I felt like in Eternals, it was just kind of haphazard. It was like here and there. And, you know, it, it, it didn't feel like it was giving me a better understanding or emotionally, making me more attached to anybody. Mm-hmm. So you would say if, if we, if we, uh, if I pose the question, you know, how we started, okay. Making a introspective human centric, uh, version of a superhero movie, which both of these movies were trying to do, you would say that man of steel does a better job for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, and that's completely okay. I would say for me it was the other way around. I feel I feel like watching Man of Steel again. I had the same kind mm-hmm. of feeling that I got both. I got the idea when I was starting it, and I was into it. And I kind of with 
the addition of all, you know, inclusion of all the things you have to include with a Superman, like the suit and the eyes and Lewis Lane and, and all this stuff kind of just starts cramming in. And then when General Zod comes in and this whole introspective, nice little of him living with his parents, that part goes away and it becomes, you know, the CGI fest of, of nonsense of things like I just, my glaze, my eyes and I'm completely gone. And in the end, the, the story of like, what does Superman learn? It didn't feel satisfying. I didn't, I didn't understand it. Like what? Well, I think he learned it at the in the middle of the movie. You know, he found out who he was and what he's here to do. And what the is middle that? of the film, which has become a beacon of hope to humanity because he, you know, like it was pushed on him by not just his earthly father, but his extraterrestrial father, <laughs> where he said, you know, like, once the world, you know, gets, you know, can, you know, when the, when the world sees what you can do, they're going to look to you and hopefully you'll become a positive influence instead of a, a, a terrible one. I guess, but I guess. Like, but, 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 I'm feel... saying, but I'm saying its fault is that it stopped in the middle and then we just have Zod. And then there's another little story with that where Zod is, you know, he has the dilemma of are you going, you know, not really a dilemma, but like. He doesn't have a dilemma, actually. No, he doesn't at all. I think he's very <laughs> just has like, to, straightforward. He just has to stop. He just has to stop Zod from... Uh, yeah. He has to stop I mean, Zod. I mean, yeah. I mean, on one hand, it's like, you know, it's your the fate of your uh, biological uh, people is in your hands. Do you want to join me so we can, you know, get this extinct race back it's very similar it's fairly similar to the story of eternals it's like do you sacrifice the humans for these these other creatures or do you not so it's it's hilarious and let me think if we compare the outcome so in the end um yeah i guess the thing is like if you in 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 um man of steel basically just has to defeat the bad guy right from him doing the thing yeah, it's interesting with, that with a Eternals, little bit of with a little bit of guilt because of because it's yes. Krypton, right? Yeah, it's, it's like it's, he's finally made some people that. Who does he choose to be with? He chooses the people of Earth yeah. instead. I think in the Internals, it was interesting that the final, you know, they're trying to stop the whatever Icarus. He, he's he's the one. He's the pro of destroying the universe for the sake of the Celestials, and then in the end, right. He get he he is able. He has a chance to stop whatever Cersei or whatever her name is. Of doing, you know, he has a chance to stop her stopping the celestial being born, and then because of the love, yeah, he doesn't. yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't do that. He can't yeah. like that. He can't destroy her for this. Like honestly, man, like cut out like an hour of this movie, and I think it'll be better. <laughs> it'll be better. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Well, because they're they're focusing on all of these characters, and I don't mm-hmm. like what purpose do they serve other than this is a new character. We need to have more Eternals than just two of them. Like it just feels like it's trying to focus on every one of them. And when mm-hmm. I was watching the film, I felt like, look, maybe it's true that Chloe Zhao and the rest of the team that they were, they really went through all the comics and really started to mm-hmm. love the idea of this. Thing. By the way, I wanted to mention, yes. uh, it really, one positive thing that I felt about Eternals was like, mm-hmm. I was always thinking like, how are you going to do, like, if you were going to do like a Silmarillion, which I really hope you don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. This Oof. was this, for, for me, it was like, okay, I, you know, from this, I can see like, you know, the Valar, right? Yes. 
same kind of thing, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, they come into Earth and they got yeah, their yeah, duties yeah, and stuff. Exactly, and they mingle with. No, they don't mingle. They just like interact with the inhabitants of the world and shape the world with them. And you know, they're kind of like uh, bastions of like the higher purpose and you yes. know all that. And uh, I guess it's the same as with Greek mythology. It's the same thing. It's like these higher beings. And how do you make? How do you show that kind of relationship without making it? not resonate with you yes. you know i could see that in eternals a little bit at least that 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 to me i was like oh, okay i can, you know i can see that i can see that more and maybe it's maybe it's rooted in the you know the whatever we're doing in the 70s in the comics but basically eliminating that whole like oh my god you're not like you know when when uh, in man of steel so uh, lewis lane has sees clark Kent and she follows him to the hole in the ice and they see the spaceship and then she goes back she writes That's the story a- yeah. And then uh, Morpheus is like, I'm not going to publish this. Like, <laughs> people are not going to believe that aliens yeah. exist. I'm so sick of that trope. Like, I just love that in the Marvel, it's like everything goes. Like, it is a universe where superheroes and supernatural right. things work. Nobody's questioning shit anymore. That's like, oh my God, I don't believe you. It's not real. It's like, at, at, at some point, when you're doing a superhero, you have to stop with the whole, like, I can't believe. That this is happening, like what? No one's going to believe you that aliens exist, and it makes sense for the Man of Steel. I mean, that's that's that that's, that's establishing a universe, so it's great there. But it's yeah, just but what, something like, appreciated. Right? Okay. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, when she's talking to Kit at the end on the hill in uh, in London in that park that I was in, yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, makes sense because like I think that everyone like I was just like, okay, at least you you you're aware that. At I this mean, point, after everything that happened, everyone yeah. knows everything. It's like it's you can't be going like, "Oh my, what? I can't believe you're you're supernatural." It's like, oh, "Okay, I guess you know." In this universe, people just and it's okay, sure. and I, that's a good thing. I'm not trying. To, I, I don't know. I, I'm really curious why I you know a lot of people hate this and why for some reason I enjoy it because I'm very critical of movies usually. I know you are. We we have podcasts <laughs> about it. Um, I wanted to bring back to that topic that I didn't finish where I yes, said, I'm sure ahead. that Chloe Zhao and all, all the people working on this probably just really loved the source material mm-hmm. and they, you know, they wanted to make something uh, that was reflective of the density of all the things that happen in the cosmic Marvel storylines. But I think it's a classic case of they cared so much that they just, they tried putting as much as they could mm-hmm. in there to the detriment of me actually like paying attention. Like I was paying attention. I was watching the movie clearly, but like I was just of me caring about yeah, any yeah, of yeah. The getting characters. into it, like, like just buying into don't, it. I don't care about Sprite. I don't care about the, <laughs> the, the mute girl. I don't really care about the, the guy who can like, you know, he had a little bit of a like, oh, we should be able to control them because then they'll have a better life. So humanity can have a better life so I can just control their minds and they don't have to have fight anymore. And it's like, yeah. And then mm-hmm. like, I didn't care about Angelina Jolie uh, and her, her buddy and her PTSD or oh sorry no, her, her, her virus. Yeah. And I didn't care about her buddy. I didn't care about uh, Kumar. <laughs> the, 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 with his with his and friend with a camera with his friend with, with many the camera, cameras with the many cameras with yeah, the mini yeah, DD yeah. at the end I don't know one. there was nothing that to to me there was nothing that can that congealed any reason mm-hmm. for me to really care other than 
it just felt to me like, okay, are we we're gonna have these characters for the next movies and that okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I that that that's that's completely cool. I, I really wonder if you guys saw, you know, Eternals or you're you're a big fan of Man of Steel. I'm, I'm not even gonna bring up the Thanos thing. I'm not gonna bring that up. There's a the Thanos I'm, thing? The Thanos thing. Like the whole the whole we're not allowed to interfere unless there's deviance. And it's like, dude, Thanos just like probably you know, like Oh, I don't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about that. I, uh, I believe. Oh, yeah. I think. I think. Like the. But that's okay. You just for have me, to for me the reality. Your, this, that's like, the thing for me. The reality of the fact is that the Eternals should have been in the Marvel canon a lot sooner. You know. I guess behind the scenes, you know what I mean. Like it should have been. Like they should have established something if they were going to go run with it because it feels like it's too late to. Tip that into the continuity now because you put Thanos in there. Because Thanos is an eternal. Um, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like you, you they would be doing something, but it's also like, dude, there's so many characters. Like <laughs> so Yeah. And like, it's, it's just getting more and more, and I'm and I feel like more and more is not gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be hard for you to go through that. It's going to be very different. I think that whole, you know, going from Iron Man all the way to Endgame, that kind of everyone's everyone's paying Iron attention. Man. Everyone's in the... The movies are coming out and it's a temple. Everyone's going to go see them. This whole MCU of that kind, that's going to be gone. I think it's going to be more as like the comics, you know, like everyone was reading the comics and sure. then in the 80s and 90s, you like your favorite comic and you're going to be paying attention to that. And well, maybe that's, you that's, look that's at the why I, that's why I wished that's why I wished Eternals wouldn't have been about you know like maybe it would have been better if it wasn't about Earth. It wasn't anywhere near that. Mm-hmm. It would have had its own story, and I think that probably that would have been better moving forward. And I'm glad you um, said that, like the MCU, because I firmly believe that there is an expiration date for any kind of narrative and any kind of series, you know, everything, you either, everything will suck at one point. (laughs) Yeah. You either end up in, you know, you end up with the big bang and you're done or you fade off into just getting worse at some point. Maybe there are going to be points where it goes high, but I don't think that it's going to reach the same, the same steady trajectory that uh, the MCU did once they finished with infinity war and Endgame. Like, look at Disney, you know, you know it, it was great, then it sucked, and, and it was great, and then kind of sucks now, and you, you never know. <laughs> you, yeah. you never and know so, when, when it's going to pop back in. Yeah, and so, like, you know, like, if, I don't know what's going to happen to Marvel Studios, but, you know, they're still fine, they're still secure, but I just feel like that maybe their best interest would probably be to not try to imitate what they did with the first three phases that they had don't yeah. you think I, I think that's what they're doing I if think it it's was gonna be... if eternals wasn't about end of the world stuff it was if mm-hmm. it was a different planet if a if a thing came out in a different and i know it's because jack kirby and the he did the eternals thing with with it being earth-centric as well but like i just to me that was just like oh it's another earth yeah. threatening thing again you know uh didn't spider-man didn't have that right no, it didn't. Spider-Man, the, usually no it's way like home. New York. No, is... no, not that one. The other one. Far from home, that one. That one it, didn't it was, have it. It was a faker, thing, yeah. Right? It yeah, was a, no, it was was a fake fine. world ending thing. What, hap- what What else came after this? Loki was a whole different thing. Uh, Loki was time Also stuff. wasn't world-threatening. Nope, uh, nope, nope. Um, Shang-Chi wasn't world-threatening. It was a secret world-threatening. 
Yeah, that one's kind of that was I a secret like either. secret underneath the world. And I didn't like else? that either. But I feel like you know if what else came don't out? You, I forgot. Don't you think that it's better? I think that's it. Is it? Black Widow. Oh, yeah, that, that was that was. I, I didn't even see it. <laughs> I saw that. That was that wasn't very good. That wasn't <laughs> that wasn't very good. Unfortunately, that was that was kind of pointless. Um, but yeah, I think that the I I don't know. Like I just feel like it's better if they just didn't do the. I have no idea. We'll see. Do you know? Do you know at the end when? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. John I was Snow. like, well, yes, yes, because I stayed, Tim. This time I you, stayed. You, you, you remembered that the, the bits. I remembered. What was the in between one? Um, in between one was uh, as like when another Eternal pops out. Oh like yeah, they're on a ship and yeah, yeah. Eros, 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 the brother yeah. of Thanos, and I was like, where were you this whole time, you? He pops up, and then the last one is... Uh, and that stupid elf guy. I just... I can't <laughs> with this. I can't with this. Can't with this. You're turning into Because I don't... Like what, am I, like, what am I excited about? What am I going to... What, what do I care what he's going to do? What, what do I care? You know? <laughs> I, I guess, but I guess like, I, I... Because, like, with, like... I'm, I don't want to draw any, exp- uh, any, any comparisons, but, like, with, with... I can tell you exactly that with Iron Man, it was... Dude is in a cave and making a suit of armor to escape, has an idea, I could use this power to, uh, you know, to save lives instead of, you know, Mm -hmm. destroy them. The story goes on like that, you know? Right. And then all of us, and and here we are at the end, like at the moment, with um, arows coming in. The hell are you? What are you going to do? Like, I don't know. Like I don't know, the, but that's your, a stinger, though. I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I get it, but like I, I just, I was just, I was just like, I, I, I that's why, that's why I want to bring out the the other one because. The but then the funny very... thing is that I do get excited about like other characters. Okay, you know what? Maybe my thing is, I'm maybe I'm just uh, <laughs> maybe you're just maybe in a bad I'm, mood today. <laughs> maybe I'm in a bad mood, but I just mean like maybe I'm just maybe I'm a little biased because I don't know anything about Eros. I don't know. I don't know anything about Eros. Any? I don't know. I, know, I don't know what like, that is. Well, that's the thing, right? But like, if they if they showed Galactus, for example, or <laughs> if they showed the Silver Surfer, you know, I would be like, ah. <laughs> you see, but, but yeah, but I don't. That's that's the whole thing. Like, I am not looking forward to the new Spider Man just because of all the Sammy Rami junk that they're putting in there. I'm like, I'm no, and everyone's yeah, well, everyone's like, fair enough. Everyone's like super gleeful that the Eternals are having bad reviews because everyone's is just like getting their boner for the new Spider Man. They were like, where were you? Is it a where yeah. were all of you suckers when the first two Spider-Mans, which were really great movies and really great Spider-Man movies, when they came out and everyone's will bullshitting that, you know, the, the first two Spider-Man are the best one. Now they combine them and you're all just like going, not you, but the other people, they're going mental and, and they don't care about anything except the new Spider-Man. When is the new Spider-Man trailer? Because they want to see those three Spider-Man together because I don't understand that. Just, just, I, that's what I understand. That's what frustrates me. It's like, come on, let, let that be. Let's let's have some new stories. Let's see who this Eros is. Let's see where where, where this goes. Enough of with this, you know. Like, I think I think I think now that you mentioned that, I was just thinking like maybe the reason why I am a little bit and un- I was slightly like just like just annoyed. I don't want to say annoyed. I was. Mm-hmm. I was not amused with the whole thing where Eros shows up, brother of Thanos. Uh, I think it was because 
I lost it. I lost it. You lost your thought. That's okay. I lost my thought. Well, we're, we're about to end up anyway. We're, we're, we're yeah, yeah, way yeah, yeah, over yeah. line on, on today. Well, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I lost it because... <sighs> I don't remember. I, I don't... There was something... I had something. I had something in my hand. And it, it, it flew away like dust. It, it 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 Thanos snapped it away from. But okay, so so listen. So the other the other whatever. yeah the other one was like some voices like you don't want to do. Was he Arthur? Was he King Arthur? Is that what it is? You know who is the voice is? No, the blade. <laughs> Not the oh, blade. Sorry, blade. blade. It's blade. Blade. So I can't I wait for you because you're a big fan of of Blade the movies. I can't and believe I you're too. not. I love those movies, but I'm not just like, I don't have this weird protection of it like you guys have for the same Raimi. Like, you can't do Blade anymore. You can't. This is the perfect Blade. Like, I don't give Wesley a shit. Wesley Snipes was it's, so good. I love those movies. They're great, but it's like, you know, it's, it's also like, it's, just do another one. I think it's one. because we're, we're doing it in the Marvel box, and I'm, yes. so, I'm so afraid that the Marvel box will be just another $5 action figure instead of the $30 deluxe detailed unique thing that i would want to buy well we'll see i mean it's i think what i'm coming to understand i am okay with the trade-off that it's not a perfect unique movie for the trade-off of being in the cinematic universe because i what you're saying you know that it being different and then they merge i don't think that would work i think they're they got it with it being very like you. You have to compromise on some things, so we'll see. And okay, and, but 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 and to I'm what end? Okay. So what are you? Ex- what, but then what are you expecting? Then like okay, so we have Blade. Blade. Okay, it was an okay film. Let's say the MCU yes. Blade was an okay whatever. Film. You know, what it's, it's okay. Next? It's what bad. Are you, what are you it sucks. What, where's the end game for you? <laughs> end game. Where's the end game? Um. Oh, just like, um, just this like. Whatever continuation of the big story, right? You use him as a small part somewhere down the line, or he, you know, he shows up in a kind of adventure kind of thing. He's he's a big part of it, whichever. I'm, I'm, and the thing is, and I'm not. I don't want them to be bad movies, right? I'm not like, oh, you know, I I'd rather have them be bad and be part of the MCU. But it's, I guess I'm. The terms with it that even if it turns out bad, it's like it, not, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't okay. bad. It, it, like it's so I'm it doesn't affect that, me personally, you know. Okay, so for, you're saying I, it affects me personally? No, I said no, it no. doesn't affect me per, personally. Like it, you know, if 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 they do another Blade Runner and it's completely underwhelming, you mean Blade? Oh, damn it, Blade! <laughs> I, I'm sleepy. Do Blade and it's <laughs> and it's sorry. it's compromised because it needs to be part of the MCU and it's just a sucky movie. It's bland. Yeah, blood sucky movie. And it's terrible. And it's like, okay, that happened. And what? You think Blade will have a Whistler? You think he'll have Whistler? I have no idea. I don't know how much of those Blade movies that they made are actually comic book accurate. So, so. I, I, I found out that Frost, Deacon mm-hmm. Frost, yeah. is a character in the okay, comics. Yeah. But he flies and he's old man. He's an old man with a mustache. Oh, see, flies. there you go. Not, 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 uh, yeah. So who knows? I, I'm just like, I'm completely okay with it. Isn't okay. I'm not so, bothered like, by this. So let's just conclude that by saying that I think that you're just here for the ride and you find it entertaining and yes. you just want to. You, you just you're just here for the next issue. Yeah, and and I feel like yeah. I'm gonna be part of it. Like even like I might have not yeah, seen like, Eternals like if even it wasn't like for if, the even just glancing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like I would see. Oh, this one is looks like people like it. I'll go see this one or this one's I'm interested in personally. Like I'm interested right. in the next Thor movie because I like Thor Ragnarok and the other right. movies. Maybe I'll see it. Maybe I won't. 
Who knows? You never okay. know. All right, cool. So that's it. That's about it. I think we're done. <laughs> I think we're done. Yeah. Let, let us know on Instagram if you saw Eternals. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do a live chat again in the middle of the yes. week or something. I don't know. We're, we'll figure it out. I think we'll have more talk, things to talk about because I think that that's a great option for us, Tim. Yes. Wouldn't mind doing it more frequently, to be honest. I think it'd be, I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. As, as much yeah. as we can, we can do it. Um, I'll try to gather my fl- thoughts on. Well, I think we I think we went through what, what I was trying to say. I'm sure that some of the people who will join in on the chat will write something that we can talk about. I'm Indeed. pretty sure someone's going to bring an opinion and then we're going to be like, aha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed. All right. Yeah. Well, let us know what oh, you think. Oh, so... What? So, Tim, have you watched Squid Game? Yes, I did. Oh, you did? Okay. Did you? I'm, I'm watching it with my friends from Canada. Okay. We have one more episode. One left. Okay, we can talk about Squid Game on on Instagram. One left. (laughs) Two left. Two full podcast. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, two full podcast. Tell your friends. Otherwise, Phil will be sad if people don't listen to the podcast. And you have a great week. Two weeks. We love you. Um, I love you. uh, You know. You love me. Hurrah. Where is happy? So it ends. Did I say something?